Hi, and welcome to the podcast where you learn how to become a better person. <laughs> Hold on, let me try that again. <clears throat> Hi, and welcome to the only podcast in the world where you might become a worse person by the end of the episode. <laughs> Hi, guys, I know you're all good people. And if you're listening to this, you are going to be immune to all my nonsense. You know, you're all well put together. You're going to listen to me be a very dysfunctional human being, but you're going to leave just fine. I have faith in you. You're a good person. Go out there and, you know, be the shining example for everybody to follow. And you just let me be the shitty person. This drive on your way to work today is where you get all that shittiness out so that other people don't have to see it. You just have to listen to me, be a shitty person, and then you can resonate. You'll be like, oh, I totally feel that way. Oh, I get where this guy's coming from. Or yes, that's so true. <laughs> so you can have these internal dialogues or monologues with yourself with me get it out of your system like a fart <laughs> so when you meet other people today you're gonna smell nice and showery and flowery like lavender uh, I'm so annoyed that when I want to say something smells nice, the first thing that comes to my mind is lavender. I mean, I can't think of any other smell unless I have some time. Like right now, I can think of jasmine. Let's see, what else? Peach. <laughs> but it's never when I need to recall the the the, the pleasant noise. A uh, noise? Harris, focus. You're entertaining these people. Focus. The pleasant smell. It's like, oh, when I entered that room, it smelled like it's always lavender. And, you know, I always want to, like, come across as this guy who knows a lot of words. I don't know why I want to come across that way. It's so pretentious. Like, why do I need to know so many English words? I'm not even English or American. Hmm. Hi, welcome to Harith Ja, where I waste your time for about half an hour, posting roughly three times a week. Time to time I have guests, but mostly, listener, it's you and me. Let me speak right in your ear with the voice that sounds pleasant because I edit it heavily. <laughs> More or less. I sound like this, but on the recording, I got to admit, I sound sexier. And that's because of the power of technology. My papa had a senior moment the other day. Now, he was on a Zoom call, a political Zoom call, by the way. Now, just a disclaimer, he's not some big time politician or anything like that. He's just really involved in the grassroots level. I won't say any more than that, but he was in a Zoom meeting with like 50 people and they're all old people. Getting the Zoom set up was a night, an ordeal in itself. Now, I don't know if you can relate with me, but helping my papa with technology is uh, quite an ordeal. It's like, okay, first got to sign up and we signed up six months ago. And then when I want to log in, he forgets his password. 
<laughs> so I'm like, you gotta reset your password. And he's like, okay, how do I do that? And then I got like, oh, you gotta reset your password. And when we click the whole reset thing, it asks him his personal questions. You know, those, uh, what do you call those? The questions you get when you want to reset something. Yeah, I don't know. But you answer those questions correctly and then it knows it's you and it'll reset your password. But my dad, being my dad, he can't remember the answers to the questions. And he was like, why are they treating us like terrorists? <laughs> he turned it into a racial slash religious issue <laughs> straight away. <laughs> Like, why so much tension? That was the phrase. Why is it causing me so much tension? Why are they treating me like a terrorist? And I'm, at the time, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, just let me do it. But so I was really like frustrated. But now when I think about it, I'm just like, <laughs> you silly old man. So we get the setup all nice and ready. He bought it. He bought his own TikTok light. You know those ring lights, the circles. Yeah, he went to a gadget store, saw it, and he's like, "I must get that for my Zoom call." <laughs> he set it up all nice, and then he made his speech, but he wasn't happy. You know, he looked annoyed after a while, so he muted himself, and he's like, "Harris, come here," and I'm like, "Yes, Papa, what's up?" And he said. The internet connection is very weak. I looked at his computer and I said, Papa, everything looks fine. I mean, what's the problem here? So I walked away and then I kind of turned around to look at him and he still looks so upset. And I'm like, Papa, why? And then he said, I can't see their faces. I'm like, who? And I went to the screen. Look, a lot of the faces I can't see. The internet's bad. So I look at the Zoom call and then I realized it. So I told him, Dad, they didn't turn on their camera. <laughs> now that was a very like silly senior moment, right? By senior moment, I mean old people moment. Like it's one of those things. But my father is a very proud man. <laughs> So he, I, I found it really funny. I was laughing like I fell on the floor. But he, you know, being the stoic or alpha male, just had the, he kind of made his nostrils big, you know, like the gorillas do when they want to assert themselves, like look tough. He just did that and he didn't flinch. And then he just kept quiet. And there was an awkward silence. And I'm like, okay. And then I just walked away. <laughs> Does that count as toxic masculinity when you can't laugh at yourself in situations like that? Or is it just that I find way too many things funny and I just laugh at everything? I'm just going to give you a sec to think about that and scream out the answer. Toxic masculinity! Or, you a silly boy! So yeah, figure it out, scream it out while I have a sip of my wah I got this fantastic new application for my MacBook. It's called Clean My App. You know, it's the app when you go online and you're doing things you're not supposed to do, like 
streaming football news, watch porn or any other thing. And then there are a bunch of ads that come out. And one of the most common ads is for this Clean My App. So having been been bombarded by the ads for like 10 years plus, I was like, you know what? My Mac's getting slow. It's getting a bit effed up. So I decided, you know, I'm, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this app. So I download it and then I run it and the graphics are amazing. I mean, it's beautiful. It feels like I'm operating like some kind of Star Wars Avengers kind of like interface. Like, you know, when Iron Man touches the air and there's like a screen, but there's no screen. It's like a, uh, oh, what do you call that thing? That thing, uh, hologram interface. That's right. So I look like that. It had cool sound effects like zoom and and ding. so it's really awesome i highly recommend it uh we are not sponsored by them uh this podcast is sponsored by sex toys <laughs> maybe one day i don't know but here's the thing so i read it and i cleaned my computer it found a virus it deleted all my old stuff my computer is running great but here's what happened at the end of it congratulations, your computer is now clean. And then right at the bottom, there was this button you could click. It said, share your results. Ha, share my results. So it could kind of link to my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram. And I looked at that and I thought like, why would anyone want to share their results? This seems like a really strange marketing tactic. You know, I guess it might help them if like a Instagram thought shared it with like a picture of her just covering her nipples saying, I clean my dirty computer. Make sure you clean yours. Use my promo code 69 number 2 horny <laughs> to get a fantastic deal on Clean My Mac. 69% off. <laughs> mm. uh, I think I'm doing well. I hope you're not going through too much traffic this morning. Since COVID, I don't think Kuala Lumpur has seen much traffic. Like driving to and from work has been more or less of a dream. If I'm, if I'm going to be honest, Singapore is doing much better than Malaysia when it comes to the COVID situation. So I wonder if their roads are clogged up. Then again, I have been told that Singaporeans don't really drive because the price of cars are just ridiculous over there. So everyone's just miserable in the MRT. I've been in the MRT in Singapore quite a few times and everybody always looks so sad. But then I think about it. Would you rather be sad in public transportation or sad in your own car? Well, you're stuck in traffic. Me personally, if I was really poor, I guess I'd rather be sad in the MRT. Therefore, I could save money. But... If I had a little bit of money, I would rather be sad in my car because at least then I'm guaranteed a seat 
air conditioning. I don't have to smell anyone else's fart except my own farts. And I can, I don't have to wear headphones in case an emergency happens. You know, I can just connect the Bluetooth to my device. I love that I'm telling you where I would rather be sad. <laughs> Unless, I don't know, are you one of those people that are just happy in the morning to drive in traffic? No, you're not. I don't. I have met some people who are. And you know what? If I'm honest, I'm one of those people. I am generally really happy most of the time, even in the mornings, even on the commutes. I don't know why I need to get myself checked. Is that fucked up that when I am constantly happy, I think something's wrong with me? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I need to talk to Villa about this. I want to tell you what else is fucked up. So I went to an international school during my primary days. Did you know that I was a head prefect? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, this boy is a head, was a head prefect in his international school. I have no idea why they thought <laughs> I would be the best pick. I mean, look at me now. If they listen to this podcast, they'd be like, oh my God, why did we pick that boy? Yeah, the principal was Indian. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I take that back. That was really rude. So in this school, we had the principal and the discipline teacher who were just a nightmare for general students. From my observation, because at the time my school was 50% Korean, they were extra mean to the Korean kids. They were just rude to the students in general. Like, why didn't you cut your hair? Huh? We told you to cut your hair, right? Like the tone is literally like that. It's really condescending, you know? Why do you, why is your hair like that? You look like a drug addict. I wish I was exaggerating, but I'm not. Like at the time, I think it was 2010s, you know? The lala head fringe to one side was popular. So I donned that. And then my teacher told me I look like a drug dealer. And then whenever you don't break a rule, and then they say you're breaking a rule... And then they'll say things like, why are, you, why are you talking back to me? Huh? Don't you have any respect? Something like that. And I found it very, really condescending. It didn't help that we paid the school a ton of money. And I thought, for what? So you can talk to me like a piece of shit? And you got to remember, I ended up as the head prefect. So if they talk to me like that, like, can you imagine how they talk to misfits and all? Like, I remember they would stop people going from excursions for even the smallest things, like especially and most commonly, your the length of your hair is too long. Excuse me. Now, why am I bringing this up? This is why. In front of us, they would act like total bitches. And then whenever parents came, for whatever reason, like parent-teacher meeting... Parents' day, end of year performances, they would be so nice to the parents. And it always frustrated me. Like, I'm sure you can relate, right? Like, imagine them just being like the bane of your existence, the total bitch, you know? 
just a stick in the mud, a prick in your ass about everything. And then the moment parents are around, they're like, oh, hello, how are you today? Ah, yes, yes, yes. We just had that installed today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the school is uh, having renovations so we can make the experience for the students just a little bit better. And I always have to kind of roll my eyes like, who is this bitch? What happened to the demon that haunts my daily life? Hmm? And then at the end of the day, I thought, oh, you know what? I think it's a business thing. It's like at the end of the day, it's the students who aren't paying the bills. It's the parents. So they can be their real selves around us and then be real good salesperson to the parents. I know probably a lot of you wouldn't have gone to international school, but if you did, I'm sure you can relate. And if you did go to a non-international school, maybe private school or SMK, and you had a similar experience, you know, find a way to let me know. You know, you can tag me on Twitter oh, at Harithje, no R, H-A-R-I-T-H-J-E. You can even send me an email of a personal story you have, you want me to share, or if you have a question, a fun question you think I could answer, just drop me an email and I would love to do that. And I'm not going to be nice though, I'm just going to warn you. If you send me, ask me a stupid question or you ask for my advice and you did something stupid, I will tell you. It's Monday now, 9th November 2020. Just yesterday, I was spending time with my girlfriend, and I have to say, she's the worst nap partner ever. Let me tell you why. What's the point of taking a nap? It's so I can like sleep and recharge for the hard week of work I have ahead, right? The problem with my girlfriend is she loves to talk, 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 talk. It's like, bitch, we're supposed to be taking a nap. Like, why are you talking to me? I don't understand. It's like every few seconds, she's like, you know what I was thinking? And then she'd tell me. And then she hey, look at this TikTok. It's so funny. <laughs> like, I'm not even exaggerating. That's what she sounds like. And here's the other thing. She gets really horny as well. Because, you know, you're on a, a couch and then your bodies are kind of close to get, oh, you're snuggy, snuggying. And then she starts like kissing me and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not about that haram life. Haram! I don't want Jakim to like kick down the door and like arrest me. And then I have to go for six months of counseling. That's a real thing, by the way. I just want to take a nap and my girlfriend just can't help herself. Like, I don't know what to do with this woman. <laughs> It's getting really bad, guys. I just want to live a holy life, be close to God, but my girlfriend's just so hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have some strategies on what you can do to reduce your general level of horniness which in my opinion is generally a negative influence on your life. Now, this advice will apply mostly to men, but I know some women have this problem too, though it's rarer, but this is for the men. If you want to live a more productive life, you got to get that sex drive in check. 
And in my opinion, one of the best things you can do to not put sex at the center of your life is to stop watching porn. Yeah, watching porn's horrible for you. I mean, yeah, the girls are really hot, but it desensitizes you to the real thing. I've been told I wouldn't know. I'm not about that haram life. <laughs> but supposedly, it desensitizes you to the real thing. And then like you get bored of your, at your own girlfriend for most men. And from that comes the difficulty in getting your pee-pee to stand at an attention. Now you need your pee-pee to stand at attention so you can take care of your woman. But if you watch a lot of porn, that's going to be a problem. So the, the end message of that is just don't watch porn. And if you get too horny, just, just hang in there. And then after a few weeks, like you'll calm down. I promise. It's tough, but it's great for your psychological and sexual health. No porn. Okay, so yesterday I was watching porn. <laughs> and obviously in Malaysia, porn is banned. So I had to use a VPN, right? And I'm a bit kiamsiap for uh, people who don't know what that means. It's like a bit cheapskate, just a little bit. And I don't want to pay for a VPN, so I use a free VPN. And when you want to use a free VPN, you got to watch advertisements. And after you watch the advertisements, then you could watch your porn. So here's the thing. The advertisement I was watching before I could get my free VPN was a cloud digital strategy software advertisement. It was like, in an ever-changing world, you, you will need new... You will need new solutions to your everyday digital storage problems. Why not consider cloud digital strategy? And I was like, is this really the best place <laughs> to put this advertisement? It's like that moment when people click VPN right before they're about to jack off, you know, at that exact moment when they're kind of half hard, they're grabbing their dick, you know, ready to rub one out. At that moment, you want <laughs> you want to you want to pitch your cloud digital strategy software. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like, isn't that the worst? You should sell like sex toys or dating advice courses or something, right? <laughs> or like personal therapy, <laughs> personal therapy advertisements before for for these VPN things. I think even McDonald's would just make more sense. I just thought that ad was way too niche. It almost turned me off. Hmm. Maybe that's the idea. U.S. presidential elections. I bet you're all tired of that by now. So don't worry, I won't get into it too much. It's just that I wanted to highlight how you know, I kept up with it quite often during the past week. You know, I wanted to see who's winning, who's winning, who's winning. I didn't really care who was going to win. It was just interesting for me to find out what was going on. But here's the problem in Malaysia. When I went on Twitter and clicked and I went to see the list of the trending topics, right? It was all K-pop. 
K-pop. It was, and I was like, America is electing the leader of the free world, and Twitter is trending with K-pop. I don't understand. It's like the. This thing changes life. It's about life and death. And people are tweeting about K-pop. And it just makes me think, oh, God, our species, we're doomed. We're so doomed. I mean, yeah, the easy fix was just for me to go on the search bar and just type Trump for sure. I could have done that. Or type Biden. Or if I was really hardworking, type US presidential elections. I never type that, it's too long. My screen is big, but my thumbs are fat. So I just tend to type Trump or Biden. But I hate having to do that extra step because I already went to the trending page and I'm like seeing, oh, BTS, oh, some name of some obscure, not obscure, some some obscure name within a K-pop group. And I've never seen that name in my whole life. It's like Lu Hyuk. Gun or something. It just shows, you know, what our priorities are. And I'm still kind of shook at how huge these K-pop stand to the accounts are in Malaysia. Like, I can't brain. I mean, I don't want to judge them, but I just want to know how this happened. Hmm, this is the second time I mentioned K-pop on this podcast, so... Wow, you know, the fact that they have me talking about it just goes to show how successful they are. I just wonder if someday people are going to shit on me. Like how I'm shitting on K-pop, kind of. Like, I don't get why people listen to Harris talk about his balls. Yeah, I get it. I don't get why people want to listen to me either. But here they are, driving to work. Hey, I love you. If you enjoy this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you click follow on Spotify. The best thing you can do is just tell a friend, tell a friend about this crazy guy. Just be like, this guy is nuts, man. You got to listen to him. Appreciate it so much. Love you. Okay, I want to tell you who my favorite rap artist is. So he's a young, not young, I don't know how old he is, but he's a fine gentleman that goes by the name of Young Thugger Thugger. Oh, Harris, are you serious? (laughs) I know some of you are probably groaning and moaning right now because you're like, really young thug out of all the great artists out there who are real, you want to listen to Young Thug? And for those of you who don't know Young Thug, yeah, this is what his music sounds like, more or less. It's like, beach, the beach. Like, I'm not even joking. Go search up Young Thug after this Y-O-U-N-G space, space, thug, one space, thug. And your first impression will be probably be goddamn. This guy sounds like a monkey. Like why does it, why is he so popular? And I I think I figured it out. Yeah, I think people are too pretentious and serious with their music. Like they think music is like a, a delicate refined art, 
that we must take seriously as it helps us contemplate our very existence. So, like, if you have a silly song, like, it just shits on all of that, right? You know, some people love deep artists like J. Cole, and I'm not shitting on J. Cole. And then some might say Lady Gaga, you know, with her deep, meaningful songs. But to those people, I say, pop, pop, poker face, pop, pop, poker face, oh, ma, ma, ma. <laughs> Is that song deep? I don't know. Maybe there are many layers to that song. But the point is, Young Thug's songs, some of them are meaningful, but most of them are just nonsense. Rapping about gang lifestyle, being rich, you know, living the the rap god life, if I can call it that. What I love about Young Thug is he doesn't give a damn. Like, music doesn't have to be so serious all the time, you know. Sometimes I just want to have fun and be silly. That's why Party Rock Anthem was so popular. Do you remember that? Every day I'm shuffling. What does that song mean? Why did it become so popular? Because, you know, people just want to have fun and relax. Tick tock on the clock. DJ, go speakers up to tonight. That song doesn't mean anything. But it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. But so what? It's just a fun song. Oh, oh and my personal, one of my personal favorites. Hotel, motel, hello. <laughs> At the same time. You know, some might take this opportunity to be like, yeah, most people are stupid. That's why they listen to stupid songs. And to that, I say, yep, you're probably right. I'm just a stupid guy who loves to listen to stupid songs. Yeah, that's just me. You're going to judge me for listening to silly music and I just want to have fun and I just don't want to be serious and deep and thoughtful all the time. A screw you. As you know, I have another podcast where I speak in BM called Nadi Kita. This is not a hard sell. I just want to tell you how I've grown that podcast to quite a f not bad following. I've been doing it for a month and I want to grow that one. I don't want to grow this one, Harithja, as much because it's just me to talk shit. But in that one, what I did was, so the main way I spread it was I used Twitter because I realized that Twitter, it's much easier to get viral on Twitter because of the nature of retweets. Let's say one person with a thousand followers retweets and a thousand people see your thing and then they might retweet and it just goes on and the, the chances of you going viral are much better. In my opinion, it's so much easier to go viral on Twitter than on Instagram because on Instagram, people share for sure, but they don't share to all of their followers. You know what I mean? And your other option is to get on the explore page and like the algorithm, the method to do that seems to me to be tricky, but getting content that's very retweetable is very easy. So I did that on Narikita. You can check out that Twitter page, by the way, at Narikita Rasmi. So one of the tactics I used was I, I paid accounts with big followings to retweet my content, which I think has viral potential. It's very cheap, you know, so there's this one account with 140k followers. It's like 10 ringgit for two retweets and 70 ringgit for 10 retweets, I've, if I'm not mistaken. And there's this other account with 24k I think it was like 10 ringgit gives you five retweets. It's so ridiculously cheap. 
something weird happened to me on Nadi Kita. I started getting a lot of compliments from gay men. Because <laughs> I post videos of myself, right? In my Nadi Kita with my guests. And I get quite a bit of comments from gay people. And I'm like, where are, where is all these gay people coming from? <laughs> Like are they just predatory and seek me they they seek out attractive men I'm not trying to call myself attractive but you know they wouldn't hit on me if they didn't think I was attractive so are they just seeking out people to hit on like is this a problem on Twitter like men being thirsty is this what it's like being a woman and like I just thought about it and it, I went down on this deep hole of like toxic male masculinity toxic masculinity and like sexual hunger and thirstiness and all that. And then while I was communicating with my RT, retweet provider, I saw the LGBT flag in his profile. Yes, he's got tens of thousands of followers and I was paying him to retweet my tweets to his mostly gay audience. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, I get compliments from women too but like the ratio of men to women is just ridiculous and my girlfriend likes that it's more men than women she's like yeah i prefer it that way that's fine but at the same time like i can't believe i got myself into that situation it's to the point where i've got quite a few accounts from gay men who have like over 10k followers following me and regularly interacting with my content <laughs> so i don't know what proportion of it is gay men but i found myself in the position whereby quite a big chunk of my following is gay men yay i think god's just <laughs> god's just messing with me making my life entertaining and therefore by extension hopefully making your life entertaining all right that's all today for this episode thank you so much for listening just to let you know i intend to upload at least three times a week i am going to aim for five times but it depends on my work so i'm going to try as much as i can to be to be with you on your way to work Thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. And today, I hope you find the chance to feel good about yourself, whatever it is. I want you to just think of one thing that's good about you and just remind yourself, you know, this is the thing that's good about me. I'm going to remember that. I'm never going to forget that. And I can't believe I just wasted my entire morning listening to this guy instead of doing something productive. <laughs> Love you all. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.